cliffcentral.com. The Unview, the Thin, the Rich, and the Fabulous on cliffcentral.com. Good morning to you, good morning to you, and good morning to you, Nathan Rowe. Good morning, Alan. How, How are, you? are you? I am so relaxed. I am just so chilled because I had a beautiful long weekend in Durban. Mm-hmm. And I just, oh, I'm just, I'm just beaming. I'm, I'm beachy. I was in Cape Town. It's so hot and so dry. Yeah, and, and there's no water. There, there's right? no water. One hundred yeah. days left of water, and then they they're going to become the Karoo. I am so excited. Yeah, what well, a great show we have today. Oh, I thought you meant you're excited for Cape Town. No, I'm sorry, desert. No, no, I'm not excited. <laughs> yeah. We've got a phenomenal show today. Yes, we do. So I was I spent Sunday night at the Fluter Cups. Lovely. So I love superb. a good cupping. I promise you, it was so good. Okay, stop it. Very rude. Um, and we've got Peter Dirk Ace on the show. Andrew Buckland. What? Jonathan Rocksmith, Paul no. DeToy, Jenna Galloway, Jennifer Stain, Mendisa Sondo. We've got, they are the best in South Africa's acting world. They really are. And they are, they really are. And they really are. They're, they're, they're winners. And they're all the winners. <laughs> we have them all on the show. Fantastic. Then Bonnie Tyler was meant to, I went to see her show last night oh. at the Civic Theatre, at the Jobbik Theatre. Oh my goodness. Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit dee-dee-dee-dee. A little bit dee-dee? Oh, the whole thing was great. Oh, she was great. Tyler. 67 years old. And we'll talk about it later. But she's meant to be on the show today. But has asked if we can do it tomorrow. So we're going to play that next week. Perfect. Bonnie Tyler. Do you know her real name? No. Her real name is Gaynor Hopkins. Really? Yeah. She's Welsh. Yes. She was telling us the story of her life. Yeah, she's like, gain her work. Well, when Hopkins. Yeah. She, she won her first, this is very interesting. She won her first, uh, competition. She didn't come first, actually. She came second in, in Wales mm-hmm. in 1969. And she sang River Deep Mountain High. And she was telling us the story on stage last night. And she was practicing with her brush. 17 years old. She comes second and wins a pound. She won one pound. Oh, wow. <laughs> she won a pound. But, Tina Turner was one of her biggest fans And then some years later Tina Turner did Simply the Best Which she recorded first And who did it best, do you think? She did an outstanding job But hers was a rock version eh? Oh, right yeah. Okay. Um, But yeah, so that's that's The magic of Bonnie Tyler Yeah And then I need a hero I'm going up for a hero Till the end of the night so it'll be in for some, some magic, magic things happening on the show. What's happening with you otherwise? You all good? Yeah. You, you prepared a song for us for later? Well, yeah. Bonnie, thought, could Benny was supposed I, to be with us. For Bonnie or Gaynor or Shireen Davis or whatever she goes by. I think, <laughs> I think most Bonnie, people know her as Bonnie. Bonnie yeah. Tyler, yes. My Bonnie lies over the ocean. She, and she's, she, I mean, she's a, she's a little piece of energy, eh? 67 mm. years old. Wow. Little magic, piece. magic. Yeah, sure. and sang, oh, she had, I mean, think about it. Uh, Meet, I can do anything for love. What is it about British, well, uh, Welsh people, British people? They just don't age. Is it like sure. the gin that they drink? Do they pickle themselves and then they, I don't know, they, they just don't look old at all, ever. Well, talking about someone that, that is forever young <laughs> and the best in our country, our very first special guest on The Unview with myself, Alan Ford, and Nathan Rowe. Of course, it's The Unview, the thin, the rich, and the fabulous. Mm. We don't know who's thin. We don't know who's rich, but we definitely know we're fabulous. We are. We are fabulous. And uh, and he is the winner of the Florida Cup Lifetime Achievement Award, but he is number one in South Africa. Peter Dirk Ace joins us on the line. Welcome to the show, sir. Are you well? I am extremely well, considering that I'm a thousand years old. <laughs> oh, but you're looking great, and I loved the way you did your expect your acceptance speech. Um, it was so clever, so clever, because you made a very important point. At, 
to be a phenomenal actor or actress in South Africa, you the the only thing that keeps you going is work, and you need the work, and that's why you weren't there because you had to work. I had to work. I was actually sitting at the Mount Nelson Hotel putting on Evita's eyelashes, and uh, it was actually nice to say to everybody, I'd love to be with you, but you know the reason that we are all in this building as performers is we need to perform. It doesn't help giving each other's awards. We can do that every single day, and it really is nice for the mantelpiece, but we have to feed the cat. We have to feed the cat and the dog, and really, truly, I mean, it's just been such a thrill to have been unemployed since 1975. That was the last time I was employed, and then the party government said, you may not do your plays. You know, and if somebody says that to me, I think, to hell with it. I am going to do it. So I've been doing it ever since, and, uh, and yes, you know, lifetime it Achievement is a very important thing because our greatest achievement as performers is survival. Mm. Um, as long as we can be there and do what we have to do and uh, attract people to come and spend four hours of their time with us in the live theater, um, that is the greatest reward of anything in the world. They should probably call it the Life Achievement Award. Just the fact that you're still alive is the achievement, like you're saying. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Um, when you, it was so wonderful because they played a clip about your life, and of course I've I've done a, a an insert on you on for Anadinga and a few other t- t- TV shows, but I mean what yeah. a, what a career! When you look back on it, you must go like, how did this all happen? Because it's it's exceptional. Well, you know, one doesn't look back because if you look back, you trip over a dead body in front of you in the street. So you've got to be very careful where you go. I'm not really somebody for even before awards. I find them very nice. But I, but I, in fact, I said to the people at the Florida Cup, I said, you know, thank you so much. But don't you have somebody else on the list whose life will be changed by this award? It's a very important award, and some people wait for a whole lifetime before they can get acknowledgement. Um, and so it is very important in some ways but at the moment I'm actually doing a show now here in Johannesburg at the Peter Turin's theatre studio at Monte Cassino called The Echo of a Noise and that is the first time I've ever had the courage to step onto a stage without all those security blankets that all of all the people remember before I mean the eyelashes and the high heels and the Evita character and the P.W. Buerta finger and the Jacob Zuma Um Shiniwam I'm just there as me telling the story behind the stories and that is what you refer to about this career you know it's never been a career it's never been a job it's been a life it's been a, an enjoyment and a very very careful tiptoe through the minefield and it's been a very careful tango in front of the firing squad so one has to be aware of other people all the time you know looking back at your life one of the, the biggest roles or the biggest characters in our history okay and you you saw Madiba talk about it in the clip at the Florida Cups, how, of the, the work that Evita Poseidonho did for South Africa. Um, you know, when you watch that interview that Madiba and he turned around and he, and he says these, says these things about yourself and obviously Evita, did you ever expect this character to explode as it did? <laughs> You know, she was just a character in a chorus line in 1981. It was a small little late-night show called Adapt or Die at the Market Theatre. And we did it at 11.15 at night, knowing that the security police were either pissed or in bed with somebody else. <laughs> and so there was Evita on stage in her rock and her schooner and her hog. And, and it was illegal in those days for men to wear women's clothing. So that was another little box we could tick. And I mean, I just thought, well, this is a character that I'm performing as an actor. Uh, and I'll move on to other characters. But, you know, she came at the right time. 
time. I think people wanted something more than just a joke. They wanted to actually see a person celebrating the horrors of separate development as opposed to the, the horrors of being suffering separate development. And there was Evita, who was a nationalist, who was a supporter of the apartheid regime. And every time she, she praised them, she damned them, because that was the way the satire went. You don't always have to throw a stone. You can actually give somebody a chocolate and squeeze it down their throat and choke them. Um, <laughs> and I think she has been a wonderful achievement, because here I am now after having done Evita as a character for over 35 years and frankly she stands on her own feet I can walk down the street I can be myself and nobody stops me except for an occasional selfie um, but Evita exists I mean as somebody said just because she doesn't exist doesn't mean she's not real no she is very real she's now a member of the ANC let me tell you and they really deserve her yeah <laughs> they're going to have some fun with it um, again I remember uh, doing a show on 3Talk with you uh, with Nolene all those years ago and we really Evita was having an affair with Pukbota and Pukbota was there with Liz Mayring and Evita all talking about this apartheid era and the special relationship between Evita and Puck. I mean, it's, it's insane, that character. If I'm not mistaken, I think that, that Evita is the only man that Madiba ever kissed on the lips. Is that right or wrong? <laughs> I can't remember. I don't know if he kissed her on the lips, but he loved Evita. Every time I met him in a dress, he said, Ah, oh, Evita, you look so beautiful. And I think about the 20th time that I was as Evita at one of his fundraisers and one of his dinners, he always rang, Bring Evita, bring Evita. And I stood there next to him, glowing as Evita Besaynard. And I said to him very quietly, I said, President Mandela, every time you see me, I'm dressed as Evita Besaynard. He said, Don't worry, Peter, I know you're inside. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've had an incredible career. Thank you for joining us on the line. I wanted to congratulate you and just say that, uh, that your work stands for itself and, and you deserve the award. You really make us very proud to be South African and to be performed. Well, that's very nice of you, Sally. Thanks, Alan. I appreciate that. And on that note, when can people see the show at uh, Peterin's Theatre? When does it, how long does it run for? It's on now. It's on from today for the, till the 9th of April, Wednesday to Saturday at 8 o'clock and Saturday also at 5 o'clock and Sunday at 3 p.m. Book at CompuTicket and uh, come and share stories that will uh, entrance you. I think the people are very excited by the stories I tell. Thank you very much. A legend, Peter Dirk Ace, thank you for joining us. <clears throat> Brilliant, eh? Brilliant. So, so good. I actually wonder what, what character he would come up with today. Cause you know, today is very, you know, there's, uh, it, everyone's mom is a transgender, you know, so you kind of, you, you wonder like, how extreme would he have gone if he had started out today? Like, what would he have been? But you see, the thing is that Evita was never extreme. You see, yeah, I suppose, yeah, Evita is a tiny, very conservative. <laughs> yeah. She still can't understand why Moff de Brain, her son, is, is with, living with a man. <laughs> she can't work it out. She <laughs> still doesn't, doesn't come I'm sure to there's the a lot of people out there that actually still... She still that, hasn't realized. They still that, don't that, know that, that Peter's inside. That, uh, do you know that? The top, <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Can I tell you? Uh, uh, Jenny Chris Williams once said to me, if you're going to book Peter Dirk, be very careful. Because you either phone him as Peter Dirk or you phone him Peter Dirk to speak to Evita and then you speak to two separate people. Wow. And that's only the last couple of years is Peter crossing yeah. the line. But no, I used to book Evita via Peter Dirk and he can't stand her. He dislikes her terribly. <laughs> Do you know that? He couldn't, couldn't stand it. Well, I'm sure. I mean, it's, it's a hassle to put no, all, all she, that on. No, she doesn't like gays. Oh. She doesn't like, of course, Evita. She yeah. doesn't even, she doesn't believe in sex. It's not great. Well, it happens. And I mean, Peter Peter Dirk, when when he's in that, in, in, in as Peter Dirk is doing 
He's working with dildos and condoms and HIV and AIDS and sex awareness and health issues around sex. And, and so he's, he, he and he's gay. Be, and he he's would gay. be at Sexpo, but <laughs> he's gay. No, definitely not. <laughs> He'd go to Sexpo. She most certainly not. Hmm. We're about to get uh, Andrew Buckland. Is he on the line? Well, cut from one phenomenal actor yeah. to another wow. phenomenal actor. And I know he's one of your favorites. On the line here at the interview is uh, Andrew Buckland, best actor. Yeah. In, a, in, a, in a stage a production, uh, in, a, in a drama in some sense. Andrew, thank you for joining us on the show. Andrew? Is Andrew there? Andrew? Let's try it again. I think he's miming. One of your favorite actors. Yes, I actually did um, one of his plays in uh, high school mm. for my matric final piece. We did The Ugly Nunu, uh, which is about... A man's uh, struggle with a parktown prawn. Which, really? Yeah. And I could really relate because I, I do have the struggle I a lot. I, mean, I, I grew up near parktown. No, we, so we all had prawns. Had prawns. I know. Everywhere. <laughs> we, no one understands. Do you know that it's twice in my life I've woken up with one on my chest? Oh, no. No, please, no. Seriously. I went to school. Oh. I had one in my <laughs> shoe for about 45 minutes no. before I realized. Oh, no. I can't. I can't. I can't. No, the jumping. Oh. They just don't plan. Oh. They just jump and... <laughs> Oh no! Well, we lived in Emerentia, so that's they were close to Parkside. Oh, Jeepers, that's where they were created in a lab. I yeah, think. in Emerentia, and oh. Andrew Buckland, have we got him on the line? Okay, so we're battling with Andrew Buckland. Let's get Jonathan Rocksmith on, and uh, yeah, we'll get everyone on the line. Paul DeToy joins us. Jenna Galloway, uh, Jennifer Stain, Mandise um, Sindor, sure. uh, some of the best in the land. Now bring bring me your guitar. Fleur de cups. Come on, I want us just 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 let's do a little Bonnie Tyler thing. Okay, but you have to help me out because there's a lot of overlap. But uh, let me have a look. All right, let's start. This is for Bonnie Tyler. We'll chat to her tomorrow and we'll be playing it next week while we're getting uh, people on the line. Um, let's go. Turn around and go. All right, let's go. Come, let's lay, go. Lay it down there. Oh, uh, you need the chords. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm. Okay, you ready, Alan? Yeah, let's go. go. Turn around. Okay, go. One, two, three, four. Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit lonely and you Turn around Every now and then I get a little bit tired I've listened to the sound of my tears Turn around Every now and then Oh, it's high It's high, <laughs> Go on and you, you need to put some rasp in, I think Turn around Every now and then <laughs> <laughs> This is not going to hurt Yeah We'll redo this then Turn around Bright eyes Every now Oh, it's too high <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. Let's go. We got to work on that. We got to work on that. We got Bonnie Tyler tomorrow. Yeah, uh, that'll be a pre record. That was just a little filler. It's the, advertising uh, the, uh, the show. Some kind of lozenge, I yeah. think. <laughs> it was really For early morning singing voice. We don't do that. But on the line, we've got Jonathan Rocksmith, who can sing anytime, night or day. Jonathan, welcome to the show. Congratulations on best supporting actor in a musical uh, or a view. Well done. Thank you so much. I mean, first and foremost, I was saying to, to say, mentioning to Nathan, went to go and see you as Pharaoh in um, Joseph and his amazing Technicolor dream coat. You are exceptional, Jonathan. Every role that you get into, it, it, it's mind blowing, uh, and it was such an honour for I me. I wouldn't say every role, thank you. But well, no, well, not every role. Most of them that I see, <laughs> but but you know, you had just won the award, and then I got to see your performance, and it was a really special thing because it's, you know, sometimes awards awards happen a year later, so you you don't you can't ref- yeah. reflect on 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 uh, on the performance, but it was an unbelievable experience. Uh, again, how many of these awards have you won? You won the last year's the 
Fluida Cup and you won in the ladies last year and the year before. Uh, how big are the awards for you? No, 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 no. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't win the Fleur last year. I, I, I won, I won in the lady. What year are we in now? I don't know anymore. Twenty seventeen. Yeah, in the lady, I won last year. Yeah, and the year before you shared but, with um, <laughs> Right. No, the year before I won. <laughs> <laughs> so there was no uh, sharing. Brendan, I think in 2014. See, it goes on. Yeah. He just keeps winning awards. How, are, they, are they important, Jonathan? Is it nice to be acknowledged? No, I don't think there's any. I don't think there's anything um, important in terms of real life about an award. But what is amazing about something like a Florida Cup or a lady is the industry gets to be recognised by the industry. And for one night, you know, we get to go and celebrate those pieces. Yes, you know, there's always controversy and um, even the Tonys have controversy every year and people are overlooked or they feel they've been overlooked or anything like that. But the bottom line is, without an evening like the Naledis or the Flirty Cups, um, there wouldn't be a moment where we all get to pause and go, actually, look at the state of our industry, look at the good work we're doing. And that's the most important thing, actually. Um, the winners themselves um, d- doesn't make them special, but it certainly is a, is a wonderful feeling when your peers turn around to you and goes, you know, you, we feel you are, you are the best that, and it's it's a it's a wonderful feeling. But it's not it's not why we do this. I have to underline that. Jonathan, it's, it's also good to see everyone in the industry come together over one night because you so if you forget the, that you know that we can all collaborate together. For example, um, I went to see the Fiesta Awards a couple of weeks ago, and I've already casted two yeah. people in an Afrikaans TV sh- uh, the lifestyle program. See, but I, if I don't, mm-hmm. if I'm not exposed to it, you know, it, and that's that's also what's wonderful about this is that we can get to spend some time together, remind each other of what we all do, and and get to collaborate. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a bit of a bittersweet thing for me because every time I go and watch Dinner Ladies or the Fluida Caps, I just then I go, the, the biggest problem I have with doing theatre is that you don't get to watch theatre. So you see all these shows and you go, God, I, mean, I had no idea that that was on. I didn't know mm. that that person is now doing a musical, you know, or that person is now doing a play. Um, it's, it's, it's hard for me because on Sunday when I sat at the Fleurs, I think... I, I knew 35% of what was nominated. The rest of it, I had no idea it was on in the first place. And it's, it's, a bit, it's a bit shameful from that aspect. I'm grateful to say I was working. That's why I didn't see. But it, it, it's good to be reminded of the state of our art at the moment. Jonathan, I want to come back to you and your work. Your play out the run of, of uh, Farah. What is your next production? I know you, you have an, uh, your one-man show happening, uh, which is going to be like exceptional. That's happening in the middle of the year. But what else are you up to? I'm off to New Zealand um, in two weeks uh, to continue with Joseph. We, we close the show in Cape Town, and that, that ends the South African leg of the show. But then we close the show properly. Um, in Auckland, Wellington, and Christchurch for six weeks, going to sort of fly the flag a bit over there. And that, that, that'll be really, really nice. I mean, it's, it's their autumn, so it'll be a bit, bit chilly. But other than that, it's going to be nice to take something South African, so, well, a South African production over there where there are huge numbers of expats who are all very homesick. So I think it's going to be a very, very special experience. Yeah, and it's something that's not just the Springboks for a change. So that's exactly. it's such a good point. Actually. It's such a good point. I think that's all we take to to New Zealand. This is the Springboks, yeah, yeah. Maybe now, we give them exactly. now, they, now we're taking Joseph, which is great, Jonathan. Uh, and then, yes, you do. You're going to be doing um, your your production uh, four or four or five performances at the Teatro in the middle of the year. Tell us about that. 
Well, um, we did from the footlights in 2015, and um, it, it, it really did um, impress the teatro in terms of uh, the people that wanted to see it. So they asked us back, and this time we're not doing it with an 18-piece orchestra. We're doing it with a 45-piece orchestra. Sure, 45 um, pieces. And it's, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy to think that, you know, I'm going to be able to sing my favorite stuff with my favorite people. It's going to be fantastic. And uh, we have some special guests, which we'll be announcing soon. Um, but it's, it, it was running for four nights, uh, the 30th of June until the 2nd of July. But because sales have literally just gone nuts, we've added a fifth performance now. So it's um, Friday, Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, Sunday. That's how we're going to be doing it. So with, with the rosary and a Red Bull... I'll be able to do it. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be great. It's all the magical music from the musicals, and you're going to have some special guests. We will interview you closer to the time. Jonathan, you are a star, and uh, and thank you for joining us. And uh, and more importantly, what advice do you have for young people that are entering this industry? I, I basically I steal from Anthony Hopkins, um, where he says, "Other people's opinion of me is none of my business." <laughs> I think it's the most important thing, especially if you're starting out especially if you're starting out. It's easy to feel that you are not welcome and that you're encroaching on someone else's territory. Uh, there's no such thing as territory when it comes to this business. Uh, um, only good work, as far as I'm concerned. Jonathan Rocksmith, thank you for joining us. And, uh, yeah, you must, did you see Joseph? I haven't. Sure. No. What a miss. I've never seen it. I've never seen any, it is any version of it. Outstanding. The only thing I know about it is the song Close Every Door to Me. And I loved it because it's very depra. I've got to say, tell you one thing. It is, as far as I've ever seen a cast, it's the best looking cast I've ever seen. Really? Ever. On stage. The best looking, they are so hot. Well, as Anthony, Anthony Hopkins said. No, he's not he, in it. He doesn't give a no, They're really hot. Opinion. It is such a hot cast. <laughs> Those dancers are so good looking. So they're skinny. Girls and boys. Skinny, battling, and fabulous as well, just like us. I know. Shame. <laughs> Shame. All right, so we're going to get back to this in a second. Uh, again, Bonnie Tyler, great. So we'll turn around. Where are we now? This oh, the next, we, next, we, next, 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 more? Let's go this one here. And I need you now. See, oh, now you can't oh, hold the list. This is important. <clears throat> I'm going to try. Let's be, I haven't warmed up. Yeah, well. And I need you now, tonight. Okay, that's <clears> what we, we're on. We, we, this is a dedication to Bonnie Tyler. Uh, as we get our next guest up, we've got Paul DeToy coming up, Jenna Galloway, Andrew Buckland, Jennifer Stain, lots of people, and Bonnie Tyler's on the show next week. Okay, where are we now? Go. And I need you now. Oh, Go. I'm in the wrong key. And I need you more than ever. Than there ever. we are. And if you only hold, hold me tight, tight, we'll be holding on forever. Oh, sorry. I yeah, I, you keep you keep moving the lyrics and the, and the chords. It's, it's I, too I small. Don't know I don't have glasses yet. And we'll only be making it right, cause we'll never be wrong. Together we could take it to the end of the line. What? Your love is like a shadow on me all of the time. I don't know what to do, and I'm always in the dark. We're living in a power cake and giving off sparks. I really need you tonight Forever's gonna start tonight Forever's gonna start tonight Once a time of fine I was Oh, Gareth, come here Gareth, come here, Gareth <laughs> Gareth Did you hear him singing there? There's nothing I can do But total eclipse of the heart <laughs> 
Is that Gareth doing backing? Did he, yeah, I bet he was. He was amazing. Well, he was he was about the <laughs> I same can't as believe us. He was listening. You know, he was so bad the first time. Go, and, and this time, not so. Would great. you bring this with you when we interview tomorrow? Because we're going to sing it too. Oh, oh, we're yeah, going to make well, you sing it with yeah, us. We need to rehearse it. Properly. And it's be embarrassing. No, like, this is why it's so bad. Is yeah. because we're practicing so we can uh, duet du- with Bonnie that's tomorrow. We, we're trying to do the duet with Bonnie Tyler on the line. Uh, we are trying to get Paul DeToy, Jenny Galloway. There's lots of people that uh, we have on the show. Um, I'm going to ask you another question. Uh, how's the music going? What are you up to? Me, myself, and yeah. I. Oh, Miss yeah. Universe 1974. Obviously, you. you I'm guessing you know because. I probably you, do. You know all of Miss Universe 1978 was Margaret Gardner. Gone. <laughs> um, the music is going well. Yeah, very, very good. You, I'm you, obviously you, still you, obsessed with Walt Disney. I mean, that's why talking to Jonathan Rocksmith was quite exciting for oh, me. Because, I mean, why he did was. You say that? He was guest on in Beauty and the Beast. Oh, you don't want to fanboy to someone like Jonathan Rocksmith. You know, he's such a huge name. You don't want to be like, Gaston, you're my favorite. I tell you, it's, uh, but he is great. LaFou, I'm afraid I've been thinking. A dangerous pastime, I know. Yeah, it's great. Uh, and Beauty and the Beast opened this weekend. I don't know if you know, know knew that. The movie. The live did, action did. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's got rave reviews. I'm going to go watch it this week. So next week, I'll tell you all about uh, Beauty and the Beast and the amazing cast. I mean, they've got huge names. Doing that. We've got the uh, a full lineup of people. We're just battling to see who we can get on the line next. Are they all on voicemails? Everybody. Do they still been drinking from the Florida Cups? Probably. I mean, it is sponsored by a fine wine. Wine, exactly. All right, we're going to try to get to we've got Andrew Buckland, Paul DeToy, Jenna Galloway, Jennifer Stain. They're all on the line. Um, let's see who we can get next. Jonathan, now, Bonnie Tyler tomorrow. Yes. What do you want to ask her? What do you want to know from her? I want to ask her why she went with Bonnie Tyler and not Shireen Davis. Sorry, I'm obsessed with people's names. So Because you're Nathan Rowe. You know, yeah. So, you know, she started out as... Gaynor Hopkins, right? Yes. So then when she, she didn't want to be confused with a country singer called Mary Hopkins, so she changed <laughs> her name to Shireen Davis. <laughs> and then um, when she signed onto a record label, they made her choose from a whole bunch of other names. Obviously, Shireen Davis sounded like a like an old lady at the church fete or something. Not really. Shireen Davis sounds very like Cape Colored. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like singing jazz. Yeah, we can, we can uh, put, we, put we, people in boxes. Yeah. That's Shireen. <laughs> it's like Shireen, Shireen Davis. Oh, Shireen. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, you have to roll that R though. Yeah, I mean, Shireen. she is Welsh, so you could, you know. Yeah. That's one accent I've never understood. It's kind of Irish, Scottish mixed. I, I can't even understand them. I was, I was wondering if she still had an accent. You, you saw her. Yes, completely, speak? really, completely, completely. A little Welsh rabbit. There. It's so so thick and so. I oh, know, but she's. I mean, that's yeah. thick. Uh, another thing I would probably ask her is: is I don't understand how she's managed to release music every year since the late seventies. I, I find that amazing, and she it doesn't look like she's had a break, and she's had some you know huge hits in the eighties, obviously, and. Um, and she's also had some disappointments, mm. but she uh, she just keeps going every year. You know, she's releasing a, a a song now with a German metal band. Really? Yeah, this year. And I'm like, wow, for a 67 year old lady, that not, is amazing. Not, not bad. We're gonna line up a song while we just try and get some of our other special guests, and of course, my 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 co-host, my little. Mm. You're looking hot, sir. Oh, sorry, I thought you were talking about. Palesa. Palesa. No, I'm talking about you. You're looking good. You come down a bit. Because Palesa. Are you on diet? I am on diet. How's it going? Not so well. My trip to Durban (laughs) involved a lot of curry. (laughs) 
And you have to have a soft serve ice cream when you go to the beach, in my opinion. I know. I, I agree. I agree. I mean, no matter what diet you're on, I think even banting includes that. It's like, <laughs> of course, yeah, low carb, high fat, and an ice cream at the beach. Yeah, that's exactly what it's about. That's the thing, right? And where'd you go for curry? Oh, we went to a lovely little place called Cumin. It was recommended to us by this guy called Uncle Roy. Hey, man, just tell him Uncle Roy sent you. He literally <laughs> said that. So I was like, okay. So we went down to Cumin and we had some curry. I actually wa- I really wanted to go to um, the Blue Lagoon because apparently it's got revolutionary bunny chows. But I have a bit of a problem with bunny chow. Mm. It's a soggy bread. Oh, no. I, I, yeah. with you. It's like dunking bread and coffee. See, I don't mind dunking, but if it's been sitting for a while and it's really soaked in and the bread is almost like wet toilet paper, it's not something I want to put in my mouth. Ew. You know, but so, so, so you had your bunny chow. And, and I went microlighting. That's you told me about it. Yeah. How, how did that go? Microlighting is the did most you, did, amazing. But you're experience. with somebody. You don't just go by yourself. Oh yeah, yeah. I know. You just hop on the back. Mm. Yeah. And this guy took me. He said he's been doing it for 16 years, every day, and he still loves it. I didn't realize there were so many nice things to do in Durban. Oh, I like Durban. Durban. Oh, the tourism is on fleek. Just swim in the sea. Of course, I swim in the sea. I uh, saw a manta ray in the sea, which was fantastic. You, how, did you, how did you see that? Did you it go was swimming right there with the people? About really? 10, 5, 10 meters. Are oh, you being funny? No, I promise you. That is your, I mean, your tattoo is all on the mantra. I like to think that I attracted them you, with I, my tattoo. I, I'm not trying to be funny. I think it's very possible you have done that. Yes. I mean, if you watch my Instagram, well, I summon if you, butterflies. If so you, why not? If you, no, but if you have that law of attraction, that's what, seriously, there's an affirmation happening there. I mean, you're attracted to me. <laughs> Palessa's <laughs> blushing because um, I think she has a little bit of a crush as well. P- P- yeah. Palisa, I'm attracted to him. He's blonde and blue-eyed. Palisa, what about you? Come on, we're, everyone's being honest now. Come on, come on, Palisa. T- come on, <laughs> come on, Palisa. Tell the truth. You, you think he's attracted? Um, I'm just here lining up a song. <laughs> w- w- would you snog him? I'm lining up a song. I well, I would say, I would say, no, Palisa, no. Because <laughs> you got a girlfriend. I have a girlfriend, and that's we can't rude. do this. And would you not do that? We can't do this. I know because if you didn't have a girlfriend, because he's dying to kiss me. I'll say I feel the fire, but no. Oh my goodness. <laughs> We can't. <laughs> we have a quick music break and we'll be back with you in a moment with some other special guests joining us to talk about the Fluter Cup and we just need to get them on the line. I don't know where they are. All Drunk. right. Drunk this is actors. the Unview, the Thin, the Rich and the Fabulous. I'm Alan Ford and Nathan Rowe. The Unview, the Thin, the Rich and the Fabulous on cliffcentral.com. After we, you and I have been talking about hitting on each other and kissing people, it's really rude. I mean, come on, it looks like we're desperate here. But, uh, but Germany is a great city, but it's so sad that I see a lot of stuff happens at the Playhouse in Durban, mm. uh, talking about theater. Yes. And we don't hear about it. Really? It gets missed. Surely the theatre people hear about it? I don't think so. Because, really? because do, do you know what's going on in Durban theatre? Well, no. No, I mean, I already know what's going on in the Joburg theatre. See, I know, I know Cape Town and Joburg theatre backwards, but, oh, okay. but Durban, they're lucky if you. I'm sure Durban people know, but we don't know. Yeah, they need to. Speak, and this, speak and the let me word. just tell you, um, Stephen Sned. Sned, yes. That's not a real name. It's his real name. Really? Wow. He, but they do the most phenomenal. They did Shrek. They did. Um, they did. So they did uh, into the woods. Some incredible Durban stuff. Wow! And then they bring it to Joburg, and that's how we find See, out. So about you it. do hear about it, or yeah, do you only I, hear about it after the fact? That's the problem. Hmm. Or you got to hear about it when they come into Joburg. And the big, the biggest show in Durban happens every single year. Is happening right now, about to start, called the Passion. 
and it's all on the death of Jesus. Yes. It's been going for years. It's called the Mel Gibson movie. Similar. Sure. It's a lot of blood. There's no Mel Gibson. Right. On that note, uh, talking about some of the best actors and actresses at the Florida Cup, uh, Jenna Galloway really rocked and rolled. Um, Jenna, welcome to the show. Hi, um, thanks. And congratulations. What an interesting role. Hedwig and the Angry Inch. I mean, <clears throat> what a strange character. I mean, a magnificent character, but strange, because Hedwig yes. is the whole show, and then there's this character that's kind of helping him with his music in the background, and then all of a sudden, the whole show ends with you blowing the whole place apart in terms of your own voice. Um, <laughs> what a role. Tell us about doing that role. It was unbelievable. It was amazing and incredibly um, challenging to play a man, because I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to be... A man, not a not a woman in drag. Mm. So I play Yitzhak, yeah. So that I th- it was amazing to play and difficult and just kind of. I think that was the whole exciting part of it is that I spent kind of the whole show in this silent emotional turmoil. Mm-hmm. And so as an actress, it was it was incredible. Yes. And then at the end, I got to kind of let it go and just be free and and get into drag and and sing out, which was awesome. <laughs> is the role always played by a woman, or yes. are you just that diverse? <laughs> No, it's always played by women. Um, Yeah, because of the fact that it's kind of blurring the lines of gender and kind of trying to um, send the message that you only, no matter who you are and what your preference is, um, what your sexual preference is, who you love, ultimately all you need is yourself. And that um, everyone is just trying to find love in the world and find their other half. So because Hedwig herself is a drag queen and it's all about her story, they wanted to keep that kind of blurred gender line throughout the whole piece. So then they wanted Yitzhak to be played by a woman. Wow. So that's how they wrote it. But the interesting thing is yeah. that it's, it is a very, the whole production is around transgender, about, around dragons to some extent. And then it happens yes. at Gate 69 where it's opened by probably South Africa's <clears throat> next TV to present her best drag artist, which is Cathay Specific. So it's, it is quite a, <clears throat> but it's, you know, it was a good experience, Jenna, because I expected to see a drag show. A fun rock drag show. That's what I expected because I'd never seen yeah. Hedwig, obviously, and I'd never seen the movie. So when I walked there, I, c- I was crying, eating hummus at the table. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it to people. I was like, "You get what I'm saying? I mean, the t- yeah, tears that yeah. come down your face, and then uh, the, I went on a date. I took someone on a, first, on a second date there, by the way, and he cried into their hummus. <laughs> so crying, oh. and he says to me, "Can you pass the wine?" I said, "What are you talking about? Pass the wine." This is, this is, so it, it, it's just, it's such an interesting piece. And I, I'm happy it happened in that venue because it was a good way to open Gate 69 with such a dramatic piece. And then for you guys to win the the Best Actor and Best Actress Awards, and it's only a two-person play. Wow. Tells you how that really, really you know, rocked the industry. I think it was also a massive risk for Brendan and Gate 69. I mean, because nobody really, not a lot of people knew Hedwig. Mm. So they took this massive risk on this very controversial piece, um, kind of just hoping South Africa wasn't going to be totally kind of shocked by the whole thing. And it took off so beautifully. So we couldn't have hoped for anything more. So, I mean, yeah, they definitely, they took a gamble and it paid off for them, which was amazing. Jenna, you winning an award like that is quite exceptional because it's one of those roles that you don't think could would, could take the award. You know, it's quite weird. But because yeah, it's, I know exactly what you mean. Do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? It's, yeah. You know, and you're competing with the best with you, and there's this obscure role where you are quiet most of the play. You're just silent. That's, yeah. 
And then there's this, this rock ending. Again, it shows you how brilliant that the role was and how, you, how brilliant your performance was. Thank you, Alan. I think it's also the way it's written. I mean, it's, you're only really as good as the piece that you're doing, you know. So the work itself is just so fantastic to do. It's, I promise you, I think of everything that I've ever been lucky enough to do in my career, this was by far the pinnacle. And I said the least <laughs> that I've ever yes. said. I think I said three lines in the whole thing. Seriously? So, it, yeah, it was just it And was Paul so doesn't shut amazing. up. And Paul doesn't no, keep quiet or once the whole way he's talking no, and singing. Keep it quiet. <laughs> and you just sit there. I, I, can I tell you something? Yeah. I know this sounds, I told you I've never seen the piece. So I thought to myself, why would they put the DJ on stage? Why don't they like put someone in the, in the soundbox? And there, Jenna goes on, wins the Fleur de Cup. Wow. <laughs> Best actress. <laughs> you only get it at the end, the, the, the role and the character. So I want to congratulate you. I think it's great work. What can we expect from you in the next little bit? Um, well, I opened actually on Tuesday with another show. It's called Angels on Horseback Reloaded, somewhat different to Hedwig. Mm-hmm. Um, this I am very much playing a girl uh, <laughs> with everything all out there. So it's a comedy country cabaret that we're doing at Colt Bay at the moment. So, yeah, we've got two weeks of that going on, and then we go to the Car 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 Festival and then Grahamstown. So on to the next thing, which is amazing. Thank uh, God. Uh, uh, that's, and the exa- it's so interesting because Peter Dirk, Jonathan, has said the same thing. Uh, uh, is that the success of an actor or actress is the work because you need work. Otherwise, you can't. Absolutely. The awards are lovely for the mental piece, as Peter Dirk said. Mm. But the acknowledgement of a great actor or an actress is the amount of work that you can pull in. Otherwise, you can't feed yourself or feed your cat. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, congratulations. I think you're superb. And please, how can we get to find out the tickets for the performance in Cock Bay? Uh, where can we go? Um, you can go to their website, yeah, uh, www.colkbaytheater, I think, or just colkbaytheater.com. Yeah, I'm going to come and see it. It's great. It's so easy to get from Musenberg. I'll come and see it this week. Can't wait. Please, that would be amazing. It'll be divine. Yeah, we're going to be down there. We, we're down there this yeah. week, you and I. I really want to see Jenna in action. So. Uh, and Jenna's hot. Come and drink some wine and, and, uh, and have a little cabaret, country cabaret fun. We're going to come and see you. Thanks, Jenna. Awesome, thank you so That's, much for uh, chatting to me. Jenna Galloway's best actress for Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Brilliant. It's sick. There's something to be said about that, though. I mean, the fact that she was silent for the whole play and then kind of came out it's of it. It's crazy. End. I mean, I've always, you know, aren't on. you always like a little bit attracted to the strong, silent one in the back that when they do say something, it's so profound. But that's what I didn't understand. I thought, why is this? I thought, I thought, this, I thought what is Elvis Presley doing on this? <laughs> because it's like, you'll see it. And it's yeah. like, it was Itzhak, yeah. He does. He gets abused, yeah, by Hedwig. Oh wow, abused. And because of that abuse, is that why your hummus was a little bit saltier than usual? But the whole thing is about. It's actually very. It's a piece it's about transgender. Have you seen the movie? I haven't. No, you must I'm, go and get I'm it. very uncultured. So yeah. culture me, Alan. Nathan Rowe, uncultured. Do me a favour. Talking about truly cultured people on many, many levels. Andrew Buckland, oh, is a legend. My favourite. Another legend. And uh, Andrew, welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you. Thank you and very much. Thanks for having me on. Congratulations on your award. And I think it was uh, superb. And you, your speech was, was really good to talk about creating more diversity in the industry. But, uh, but Jonathan, my co-host, is one of your biggest fans because he played a cockroach. No, it wasn't a cockroach. You were a cockroach. <laughs> it was an ugly nunu. Are you, uh, well, not the cockroach, which is the, which is the Parktown Pro. Yes, great play. Thank you, Andrew, for that. It got me uh, a distinction in drama in high school. So thank you. <laughs> Excellent, excellent. Lots of notes, but paying its worth finally. Oh, yeah. 
Andrew, you look at your career and being an actor and being a, a person that is, a, you know, you've done a lot of roles in the theatre world uh, and in the TV world for that matter. How difficult is the industry and to break into it? Um, uh, hmm. I, I don't think it gets any easier. Um, certainly in South Africa, it's very difficult to say that there actually is a theatre industry because, you know, all of the producing, most of the producing houses have stopped, uh, you know, creating their own work. So to get funding to create, mostly, most of them operate as kind of um, houses that, that rent themselves out. Mm. Um, so apart from Fugard, the Baxter, you know, a, lo- a lot of the time that the major theatres are spending is with other companies coming in. So... It's very difficult because I teach at a uh, mm. university currently known as Rhodes. And we're teaching uh, theater and drama students uh, to prepare them. And, and really our attitude is you need to be get as many skills in as many areas as you can so that you go out and actually make an industry. Because at the moment, the way it was in the old days, you train as an actor, you go out and get in a line for an audition, and that's how you start your career. This doesn't work anymore. You do need to be multi-skilled. You need to be able to operate in many many different kinds of areas in order to, as you say, feed your cat or whatever you're feeding. Mm-hmm. So, There's Peter Dirk Ace um, there, not, not uh, me. Okay. <laughs> so um, it is a, it is a you know, precarious kind of existence, mm-hmm. um, as anyone in the industry knows, and going into it. And I don't think it's, it's getting any easier. Um, um, my experience of television, uh, you know, I haven't done it for many, many years, so I, I'm not sure how that is. Mm-hmm. But uh, certainly in theatre, it's uh, it's hard. But and, and that's why the only reason that you do it is because you really love it. You can't do anything else. You won the award uh, best performance by lead actor in a play for the Inconvenience of Wings. Tell us about that role. Yeah, playing Paul. And it is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Uh, story that um, and Laura and uh, Foot and I have been talking about uh, collaborating on work for many many years and uh, and we started scratching around with um, with ideas and it, uh, in, the, in the early stages of it the the situation of this um, relationship which is troubled by the, the the condition of bipolar and the problem of codependence which is often a feature of that uh, disease mm-hmm was uh, sitting very solidly in, in Laura's mind and this idea of dependency and addiction as a condition of people's lives. And at the same time, she was reading the Gabriel Garcia Marquez a story about uh, a very old man with, with um, wings, and um, with enormous wings. Um, and the beautiful way in which the, the metaphor of the one fitted into the other just gave such a, a chance to... Um, uh, really work on Laura came with a script that she had completed but she's the kind of director who and writer combination it's a rare one where she will write but when she comes to direct her own work it's like she's someone else has written it you know she's so quick to be ready to change to shift to take yeah. from the, the creative work that's happening on the floor from the actors so we were really able to to input um Strongly with the making of the characters, and and Paul as a character is married 
to this extraordinary woman who is, he is desperately in love with, but she is very seriously ill with bipolar. And his efforts to show her love um, are not necessarily advantageous because he becomes kind of codependent and it, 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 the whole thing just kind of cycles. Mm. Um, the more he tries to help her, the, the worse it gets. So it's a really beautiful role to play. Plus, the play is so beautifully structured that it's told backwards. So you start at the end of the story um, and then the audience watching it, in each scene, the audience learns more about the characters mm. than the characters themselves know, you know. So the audience is watching the, the characters make decisions and going, oh, God, don't do it. Can't you see what's coming? So the yeah, play but love is love, eh? I mean, love is love. I mean, love is love. That's the... I, I, I've been in a similar situation in my personal life with someone that's got bipolar, and it's you yeah. fight for the for the love because you know that's not their fault because they're ill. Um, so it's, you yeah. know, but at the end, it doesn't save you, you know, because you in the end you're chasing. Yeah. Again, yeah. Jennifer yeah. Stane is an exceptional actress. She plays Sarah, and she's we've been trying to get her on the line, but she's she won the best actress with you, and you so Andrew won best actor, Jen, Jennifer won best actress, and then they won best director. It isn't the best place. Yes. So, so, so yeah. basically cleaned up. Wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, again, yeah, with that <laughs> it's good to see great work and it's good to see South Africa, South Africa thrive. I mean, you could take that play anywhere in the world and you know that it would work. Um, the yeah, I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. Andrew, I want to come back to, because <clears throat> to, you lecture and you teach. Um, yes. Sometimes you realize that even though they, they what do you do with a mediocre actor? I mean, it's, it's a horrible question. But let me ask the question because sometimes, you know, you, you, similar to these people, they think they can sing. They can hold a note, but they're not going to win so the you're voice. You're asking if someone has so, natural, so some they, people have natural talent, some people don't. don't. Can it be taught? Can it be taught, number one? Number two is if they're really not good, what do you do with them? I know that do you encourage them to go back to finance or something. It's a serious question. Yeah, no, yeah, I hear you, and it is a serious issue. In a way, this department is particular. Well, I mean, I don't know that it's unique, but it's certainly our attitude is it is because it's not a complete drama school. You know, it's part of university, so if they're studying drama, it's one of their majors in a in a in, a, in an arts mm. degree. So they are studying other subjects, and 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 for my money, that's really important. An actor who's just studying to be an actor can get their head stuck up their own ass, if you know what I mean, mm. after a while. But if they are studying politics and psychology, that is going to feed into themselves as a performer. So if a, if a, a student uh, you know comes and says, "I have this deep passion to be an actor," you say, "Okay." Um, do, do the work, you know, do the basic work. And if during those exercises you see that the person, there's not an immediate like instinct for it, then my first reaction is to be direct and honest about that. To say that you don't show this, this, uh, um, this talent is not obvious in what you're doing. You can keep working and maybe one day you can be a working actor that survives, but your idea of sudden stardom yeah. Uh, you can probably put your energy also into studying design or sound management or mm. sound technology or stage management or directing, whatever it is. There's so many other avenues in which you can express some, you can find an avenue for this talent. So 
Um, I, I very quickly tried to dispel the, the sense that uh, that Charlizaron is a you know is a common phenomenon for someone to be discovered. Mm. You, number one, you need a talent, and number two, you need the understanding of how to work technically and and the discipline, the self discipline, and the just the sheer guts to drive uh, yourself towards um, make, making that talent available through developing technique. So, and that's a long process. You know, I keep saying to them, I'm 63 and I'm still trying to get my voice right. I'm still trying to get my body in a shape that I'd like it to be. So you're on a lifelong journey to try and develop yourself as a, uh, as a human being, you know, as well as an actor. Andrew, I wanted to ask you that's about... Uh, sorry about um, television and and theatre and kind of the the two worlds. I know you've kind of had a foot in both before. Um, w- you know, like I think a lot of people are are quite lazy in the fact that you know television comes to them, um, you know, in their living room at home and they can watch it. Whereas theatre, you have to go out and experience it. Um, yeah. Is there is there a a, a movement in the theatre world that is kind of trying to tap into that market, tap into the television market in any way? I mean, whether it being um, doing uh, TV production versions of of plays mm. and thing, things yeah. like that. Are, are things like that happening? Are, are you guys trying to get a piece of the pie or is the theater world, do they not really care about the the, the TV watches? Yeah, I mean, for my money, the what's the, the tradition where, you know, you get dressed and go up to the, to the theater and then watch a show and then go home or you stay at home and watch TV, that's shifting considerably, you know. The, the way in which uh, electronic media is being consumed now is also so different that you're not, you can be anywhere and be watching it. Mm. The difference with, is that theater is, is so uh, specific and precise because it's about the physical presence of the performer and the audience in the same room at the same time. Mm. What's tending to happen these days is that the occasions, the opportunities for performance are shifting away from only the, the formal theater events that you're having live performance happening in a much wider range of situations, you know, not only in terms of uh, industrial theater or, you know, protest theater or, um, um, you know, those kind of engagements that are, that, that deal with or that use theater as, as a, as a means in order to get people together. But the experience of theater is, is a much broader one now than just going to the theater and getting it. So in a way, that's what we're trying to develop in students is the, the, the understanding that um, that that old school of you know relying purely just on the established theatres to house your work is gone. Many more yeah. smaller little lounge theatres, two two hander things mm. are are springing up everywhere, and and it's to try and take advantage of those. Um, so that the the sort of I don't know the the, the elite kind of ponziness of going to the theatre is is eliminated, right. and it becomes much more a, a feature of, of people's lives. And yeah. that that live mm-hmm. that live interaction with the actor is a much more valued um, like a commodity, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so, someone once told me that rather than bringing technology into the theatre, rather than bringing technology into the theatre, I think it's more about getting the live performance in a wider spirit. Right. Yeah. Someone someone once told me that uh, going to the theatre is the ability to see someone mess up in front of you. <laughs> I mean, yeah. there's this anticipation yeah, yeah, exactly. that that they could go wrong at any moment, but and that's what's so exciting about it. Whereas a film yeah. has been edited, and there's no mistakes. Great. You know? And it's very interesting. But exactly. live TV offers you the same because yeah. live TV also yeah. things go wrong. Yeah. Yeah. How do you know we're live? Penis. I, I said, <laughs> I'm an, I, I say to the, the students that the, the actor is essentially an acrobat of error. 
that you are looking for moments where things go wrong or things change and how you deal with that mistake is much more interesting than the well-rehearsed thing that just fits into the slot, you know? Andrew Buckland, you are a, well, you're a leader in the industry and thank you very much for joining us and thank you for answering the questions honestly because I think it is important to discuss these things. That, that before people just sure. all think they can become Justin Bieber or Shalice Theron, there's a hell of a lot of work that goes into it. A hell of a lot of work. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, congratulations. Yeah, and, luck. and luck, yeah, absolutely. Luck, timing, work, um, you know, yeah, 100%. But the thing is that you have to have the talent. You know, even the, the luck, yeah. if you don't have the talent, then that's, if, you, or if you're no, not no working with your talent or developing your talent, um, it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. Andrew Buckland, congratulations. Thank you yeah. for joining us. Thank you, man. That was a great interview. Great. Huh? He's amazing. Sure. So, yeah, really incredible stuff. Eh? You know, I, I saw him in a production a while back. It was a two-man show, and he did the most amazing thing where he – he was changing characters on stage and he became a woman at one stage and I could not get over the fact that yeah I mean you know when a lot of men act like women they come across as men men or, 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 or putting on kind of a bit of a queen show exactly you know? yes. whereas he 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 didn't put on any funny voice and just his body language was just so feminine I was blown away by that so truly a great actor yes which is which is brilliant now we we have to do a little bit of a thing I never told you this. You didn't. Uh, but, but I said to you yesterday, uh, last week, that um, uh, we've, got, we've got to play this, uh, this thing. Also. Sorry. You know, this Kondish, where is the island of Nabumbu? Nabumbu? You will hear this. Oh, You'll learn this next week. Straight up. You can't miss it. None of my business, of course. But I shouldn't Have you seen this movie? if I were you. Having troubles, they are. Troubles? It's right, you know. This is a great Disney film. Well, trouble or not, we should be getting along. I wish to see who is in charge. What's the ah, knob. Really have you seen it? Yeah. I have. Free Years ago. And oh, you know the song? I know one song. Portobello Road, Portobello. Here we go. Huh? So, let's you learn this one. How pleasant. Bobbing along. Bobbing along on the bottom of the beautiful briny sea. What a chance to get a better peep at the plants <laughs> and creatures of the deep. We glance wow. far below the rolling tide. Okay, so this is your this is your new project. This guy was a little bit typecast, huh? I mean, well, he, 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 Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins' yeah. is dad, well, not her dad. He, he is Mr. Banks. He is Mr. Mr. Banks. Yeah. There we go. Okay, let me just close it off. But anyway, so that's your, the new one you've got to learn. Um, just so you know. Because we are very busy on Earth, and uh, of course we love Disney. So. Yes, and you want me to learn very old, very oh, old, old, like old, like stale when Disney. When you almost. wish upon a star. See, that's kind of still, you know, it's not still stale. No, it's not stale. It's just you know, it's been in the bread, been a while. There's a little bit of white um, well, stuff growing on it. We've had a great, great uh, show. Peter Dirk Ace, Andrew Buckland, Jonathan Rocksmith, Jenna Galloway, Paul DeToy, and Jennifer Stone. We'd and a couple just didn't arrive. I feel like I've let you down no, no, by not perfect. loving. We've got Jay something next week. Oh, jumping. We've got Bolly, Bonnie Tyler next week. Oh, okay, we've got some so more excited. famous thing next week. Give me that give that guitar. Oh. We've got to just try to rehearse the song again. It's all happening next week on the Unview. <coughs> okay, you, uh, you can't. <coughs> where are we going? This now. Okay, wait, right, hold right. on. Let's, let's see if we can do this again. <coughs> okay. 
and she oh, and just me give it a punt. It's happening at it's happening at uh, the uh, Civic Theatre. That she's on tomorrow night, Bonnie Tyler, and on Saturday night. Please go and see it. She was brilliant. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay, let's go. Come, Still come, got come. it. We're gonna sing this right. for you tomorrow. All right, so you're gonna start lower this time. Okay, okay so go. Turn around. Oh, can you do it down there? Turn around. There we go. Yeah, it's gonna be easier. Trust okay, go. me. Okay, go. Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit lonely, and you're never coming round. Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit tired of listening to the sound of my tears. Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit nervous that the best of all the years have gone by. Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit terrified and then I see that look in your eyes. Turn around, bright eyes. Every now and then I fall apart. Turn around, bright eyes. Every now and then I fall apart. And I need you now. It's really low. And I need you more than ever. This is her key. You only hold me tight. We'll be holding on forever. Where am I? Uh, and we're only making it right. Cause we'll never be wrong. Together we can take it to the end of the line. Your love is like a shadow on me all the time. Don't know what to do and I'm always in the dark We're living in a pile of cake and giving off sparks I really need you tonight Forever's gonna start tonight Forever's gonna start tonight Once a time of fun I was falling in love But now I'm only falling apart Nothing I can do A total eclipse of the heart and nothing I can do Total, total eclipse, eclipse of the heart mm. Oh, we got to sing this way tomorrow We need some more practice yeah, yeah. We need practice One more practice and then we'll My name is Alan Ford, Nathan Rowe This has been The Unview We hope you enjoyed the show Of course, we have the thin, the rich and the fabulous The Unview The thin, the rich and the fabulous On cliffcentral.com Cliffcentral.com